What's up, everyone? This is your boy, JJ, coming in for another episode of This is the Life Podcast. Before I bring on my guest, I'm still waiting for her to come into the studio. By the time you all hear this, this will be, you know, a week, you know, in a week, you know, worth of news. Um, Twitch. He was basically, you know, I guess you could say a choreographer, you know, dancer, also a DJ on the Ellen DeGeneres show, you know, just uh, passed away due to suicide. Just want to give condolences to his lovely wife and children. Suicide is real. It's very real. Let's just pray for one another. Please don't be afraid to reach out to somebody just to say hello. You know, I know I've said this before. You don't know what someone's going through. Okay? Life is hard. It's tough. Ladies and gentlemen, just reach out to someone that you normally talk to but you haven't heard from. Just say hello. Shoot that text. It's not going to hurt. Okay? Again, condolences goes out to Allison and her three children. You know, let God be with you during this difficult time. And I'm going to say it again. Reach out to those that you you care about. Reach out to those you love. Okay? Now, on another note, today's guest, this individual is an author, a comedian, a podcaster. She also goes by, (laughs) this trips me out, she goes by a nickname of Throat Goat. She's a hoe. She She calls herself a hoe. She's a MILF. She's also the host of Hole on the Go podcast. She's also a mental health advocate and a mental health patient, which we will get into shortly. I'm going to read a little bit about her when she comes on, but I want to bring this young lady on because I'm curious to talk more about her. I want to talk more with her and get to know her more on another level. Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring in Miss C.A. Knubel. Are you there? I'm here. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on the show. So I was just saying how you are a comedian, you're a podcaster, you're an author, and I also had to dabble in, you know, on your Instagram, how you consider yourself the throat goat, but we will talk about that later. (laughs) Um, Yep. But... I wanted to just, I'm just going to, if you don't mind, I'm just going to read just a little bit of an excerpt that you have on your website, if that's okay with you. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So I introduced you as CA, but your full name is Christiane, but you said most people know you better as CA Knubel. 
you currently reside in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The only city in America where back shots to gunshots is a love story. (laughs) You're an author, (laughs) mental health advocate, comedian, business owner. Okay. Now, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but what I did want to talk about first was about your whole thing with mental health. Um, I had just talked about how I just found out today about Twitch. And I don't know, I'm sure you've probably heard about it too, where, you know, it's apparent suicide. It, It threw me off today because, you know, it's the holidays. You know, now is a time where everyone is, you know, happy and jolly and getting ready, you know, for Christmas, leaving town, having family and so forth and so forth. But to hear this sad news right before Christmas is very crushing. And it goes well because I'm sure you have, you know, something to share if you don't mind. And I want to dig into that. So tell me your story about mental health in the sense that you were basically a patient and an advocate. So I actually made my own attempt this year in April. Um, it was after a really long downward spiral. Um, I'd given myself a heart attack the week before, you know, using vices that I'm not entirely proud of. Um, but I had lost a little sister in 2020. And, and to be honest, I just really didn't want to be here without her. Mm-hmm. Um I had I had some other issues, too. When I was 18, I was a survivor of an attempted murder, and I didn't tell anybody, and that kind of took its toll on me as well. Um, so I was just kind of broken by the time April came around. But I did a two-week stay in a mental institution, and I got diagnosed with some mental health conditions, um, borderline personality disorder being one of them, which really kind of answered some questions for me of why I felt things so deeply and why I felt empty a lot of the time, why I couldn't relate to anybody really well. Uh, Despite being, you know, a social butterfly and a comedian, it was kind of all fake for me at that point Um, and required me to drink pretty heavily in order to do so. So um, when I got out of the hospital, I started a project called the Mentally Kill Project, uh, which basically consists of a informational podcast. The first season goes over the 12 main mental health conditions. Mm Mm-hmm. It kind of just uh, breaks it down into bite-sized information. For people who don't want the whole 45 to an hour backstory, they just want to know enough. Um, Just so they can understand, you know, someone in their family or maybe a friend, somebody they know, a coworker who may have a mental health condition, um, just to give a better understanding. And with that, I also made a Facebook page. We go live every Tuesday, and I call it Talk It Out Tuesdays, where we pick a different topic. For example, um, this Tuesday's topic was shame, and we talk about how that relates to mental health and how to move past those feelings and emotions to, you know, be a better you. Um, I do have a live coming up on Christmas Eve as well, because despite it being the holiday season and everybody's kind of happy and joyful, like you said, it's not always the case for everybody. Um, It is a very high suicide rate on that day, actually. Um, So I'm going live for about an hour and a half with a few of my friends, just to be an open live, there's no real topic. We're not really talking about anything. We just want to be there for anybody who may not have somebody on Christmas Eve. So 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been doing interviews with people around the world with different mental health conditions to give an in-depth look at what life is like with them. Um, I've been doing that since May, and I've done over 100 interviews by now. Um, I post two a week on my YouTube page, so anybody listening wants to check that out. It's under Mentally Kill Project. Uh, it kind of gives you a look at what some of the symptoms look like in different people, you know, how to be successful and live a fulfilled life despite them, you know, in the show that we are not monsters because we have a mental health condition. You know, we're just like you. We just do things a little bit differently. Our brains are just wired a little different. So that's you know, what I've been up to. <laughs> no, you know, I mentioned it in my very, very, very first episode of my podcast that I have dealt with mental health issues. Um, and I'm not afraid to say it. I I don't think, well, I don't know, were you ever ashamed? But I felt at first ashamed, but now I'm not because, you know, you meant, you mentioned it, <clears throat> you know, you probably think it. We go through this, you know, we go through so much and, you know, sometimes you just can't help it. Um, right. But I feel like, at least for me personally, some days get better than others. <laughs> some days I just Absolutely. don't, you know, some days I feel like I'm going to explode, you know, and sometimes I feel like I just can't get a grip. But then when I look at it now, I'm telling myself, but I'm not crazy. You know, I've always found myself telling myself I'm not crazy. People that have this, we're not crazy. Right. And and I'm wondering, has that ever happened to you? Do you still feel like that now? Like, how are you, you know, in this sense? So, well, I always used to go around telling people, like, I'm not crazy, you know, I'm not and now, now I go around, I'm like, I am psychotic. I am literally psychotic, diagnosed, look at the paperwork, you know, to kind of give them a warning. Um, not because I'm dangerous or anything, but just because I have very firm boundaries and I don't mm-hmm. accept when people don't embrace them. You don't have to, mm-hmm. you know, like my boundaries, but you do have to respect them or you can't be in my, you know, in my life. And unfortunately, I've had to let a lot of people who are very close to me go for that reason. But mm-hmm. I can't, you know hold that against them. It's not everybody's responsibility to deal with my mental health. It's mine. So now, you know, when it comes to respecting my boundaries, you got to respect them. And if you can't respect them, then I got to let you go. Absolutely correct. Like there's just, there's no arguing what you just said. Like without a doubt, there's no arguing in that. Now, let me ask you what, okay. I'm sure you have some days where you might just feel like you're going to break. Maybe. Do you? No? <laughs> yeah. You do? Uh, about every other day, yeah. <laughs> every other day. <laughs> um, okay. You know, I have a lot going on. I'm a single parent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, times are hard. It's Christmas. I uh, lost my job earlier this year. So, you know, it's just kind of stressful, but... You know, every day I, and I tell people this all the time, every day I look at the mirror and I say, you are a hard 7 out of 10, and that is, you know, being generous. you got to be humble. You know, I can't say 10 out of 10, even though I know I am a 10 out of 10. 
because then you're conceited, you know? Yeah. So I say seven out of ten. You're a hard seven out of ten, you know, and it's not like a fake it till you make it kind of thing. It's a believe it until you, like, say it until you know it's true. You know, because that's the problem that we have. We say things, and we don't actually believe them about ourselves. Now, um, I've had, you know, people, you know, say, hey, why don't you, you know, do things that's going to make you happy and this and that and the third. What do you do? Like, if you have a moment where you feel like you're going to just explode, like, what are your tips? Maybe they could help me. What are your tips sure. to break out of that and just get back to a normal state, if you know what I mean? Yeah. So, for me, that is very heavy because with borderline comes explosive anger. Okay. Now, for me, it usually relates to a sensory issue. Like, if it's just too loud or if there's too much noise going on at once, I tend to snap. So, what I do is, number one, I walk away. Walk completely away, out of the room, out of that atmosphere, out of that energy, and I take some deep breaths, and I tell myself and remind myself, emotions are just temporary visitors. They're not there to stay. And by doing that, I remind myself that, yes, I feel angry or sad or anxious right now, but that is just a temporary feeling. It's not a permanent stay. So when you remind yourself that your emotions are just temporary, it makes it a little bit easier to manage them. Okay. So those so those are your main strategies. Yeah. And, you know, if I'm having just like a really bad day and I really feel like dirt, um, because I have ADHD, writing is hard, but I always suggest that to people. You know, mm-hmm. if you feel overwhelmed, make a list. If you feel very strongly about something, instead of sending that man or that woman a, a paragraph long text message, write it down. Because it gives you a different perspective on what you're feeling in that moment. And you may say, oh, I sound a little bit crazy right here. Glad I didn't send that instead of looking the next morning full of shame going, ugh, I wish I hadn't. You know, um, for me, I like to journal. So I don't write in a journal. What I do is I create the pages. So I go and I order stickers off a of wish. And, you know, I have ribbons and paper and different little creative things. And I create the pages for me okay. to eventually fill in. Now, let me ask you, which, again, obviously, we're going to, you know, because there's so much I want to talk to you about. Um, Me personally, when when I sometimes get in my thoughts, lately I've been finding myself dwelling on the past. And sometimes that triggers my mental health. Right. What would you say? What would you give me a good suggestion to calm that down? Because we can't bring back things from the past. That's why it's called the past, you know. Right. So, what would you say for me in that situation? I would say to write it out. Write out how write you're feeling out. when you think about that. Yeah. Okay. So instead of laying in bed, every, you know, night after night and thinking about the same thing, or you know, every week where it's the same thing over and over again, write it out. Because when you write it out, again, it gives you a different perspective on things. Um, and it also helps you deal with it. In order to heal from things, you have to, and I know it's going to rhyme, it's going to sound corny, but in order to deal, you know, in order to heal from things, you kind of got to deal with it. You have to feel it. 
So if you're not allowing yourself to feel it and you're just kind of shaking it off every time it comes around in your head or you're just laying in bed and you're hating yourself because of something that happened, you're not actually healing from it. You're just constantly reminding yourself of what you did wrong. And that's not learning. So instead, I really strongly feel this, feel it. Cry it out, write it down, really write it down and work it out in your head. Like, this is what I did wrong. This is what I can do to fix it, you know, for next time. This was what I learned from this. And I promise you, it will stop bothering you. Because if it keeps coming up in your head, that means you haven't dealt with it. Okay. Well, thank you for that. And ladies and gentlemen, that's all the free game you're going to get because, again, you know, Everything in life isn't free. Miss Knubel, um, I'm sure she will. If you need that help, she will charge a fee. Um, like I said, hey, can't give everything away for free. I'm sure she agrees. Um, so, you know, hey, you guys can thank me later. I gave you a freebie because maybe there's some of you out there that might say, hey, I'm going through the same thing as JJ. And, you know, some of you may think we're crazy, but again, we're not crazy. And if you think you're, we're crazy, you're fucking crazy. Um, so <laughs> on a lighter note, Ms. Knubel, um, you know, you know, you know, cause we've talked a little bit through DM, you know, I want to get to the raunchy stuff first, but there's still so <laughs> much, there's still so much other stuff I want to know. Okay. So how did you get into comedy? Well, I've kind of always acted a fool, to be fair. Um, <laughs> it wasn't really something I got into. But as far as on stage, um, three about three years ago, three years ago I had a friend of mine who I've known since I was a teenager. Um, we kind of got back in touch, and he was doing on-stage comedy. And I was like, you know, that sounds like so much fun. And he was like, well, I have open mics that I do, you know, on this day. Why don't you come out? And I did. And I killed it, and I've just been kind of doing it since. And, uh, yeah, in January, it'll be my third year. So now I just get booked because I act a fool on Facebook or through word of mouth. Okay. So has your comedy taken you outside of Philly, or are you just staying locally in Philly? Yeah, I've actually done more shows outside of Philly than I have in Philly. Um, Hmm, After the two shows that I have coming up this weekend, it'll be the most that I've actually done in Philly. Uh, <laughs> but I've done Jersey, New York. Um, I did go down to Florida. I'm looking to go to South Carolina early next okay. year. Okay. So I will be traveling up and down the East Coast. Yeah. It's Wait. just it's not something that I can do full time because I'm a mom. So. Wait. When when were you here in Florida? When? Uh, July. Ah, in July. What part of Florida? Clearwater. I was only there for Ooh. one day, so. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if if ever, because you know, from here to Clearwater is about probably like five, six hours from Miami. But in the near future, you come back to Florida. Please let me know. I love the support. Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, I definitely love the support. Not about stage. Miami. I might act. A, I might act a fool in Miami. Oh, definitely. Bring it. Well, I'll be waiting for you. Please, yes. <laughs> well, that'll probably, the only thing um, I... if I do. Uh-huh. No, no, I'm sorry. Sorry, to cut you off. I was going to say, no, no, no. Um, okay. if I do, it'll probably be after my book launches in June because I do plan on doing a book tour, so. 
Okay, only thing I ask, just don't make a fool out of me on stage. <laughs> oh, never that, never that. I don't like to, uh, I call it roast comedy. Yes. I don't like to do that. I feel like it's the easiest way to get yourself canceled, quote, unquote. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like to offend people, mostly because people tend to get uh, physical, for one. And number two, people tend to cry online about it, and I'm not the kind to apologize. I said what I said. You know, it's very silly. I understand that. But I said what I said. You know, to be to be honest, part of going to a comedy show is to, of course, get laughs, but understanding that if you're sitting in that proximity of the stage, chances are you're going to get called out. You know, now. That's true. I do hear what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. But you have to be able, what's the best thing I want to say? Okay, if they're going to dish it, you have to be able to take it. That's just it. That's you know, you, you you have to be able to take it. Now, in the, you know, I'm not a comedian, but I do know that they should know when they're hitting below the belt. You know, and a lot of times comedians don't go that low unless you're acting an ass. Like I've been in an improv where the comedian, I forgot who it was, was on stage and they roasted the hell out of somebody because they was acting an ass. And because of their behavior, they got kicked out. So quite naturally, that's different, you know. But as far as, like I said, as far as the other stuff, yeah, you got to be able to take it. And me personally, I don't like you know, being put on the spot. So anytime I go to a, a show, I'm sitting way on the other side of the stage so you don't even see me <laughs> because those <laughs> lights are bright, everything's shining on you. No, I don't need that attention. So that's why I say when you come to Miami, I'm not going to be in the front. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> okay. Um, now you're an author. So tell me about tell me about your book. Tell me about your book launch and how long you've been writing things like that. So I actually wrote a book in my early 20s. I'm 31 now. I was okay. called the Ho Handbook and basically what it was was a little notebook that I used to carry around with me when I was in college, when I was in my slut phase. Um, you know, and anything like I learned or anything that I went through, I kind of wrote it down so I can refer mm-hmm. back to it. Um, And what I did was I just really wanted to be an author. It was something that I always aspired to be. I love to read. I love to write. So, Uh you know, since I was a child, I was like, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a lot of books. But, you know, I started Mm -hmm. with one. (laughs) Baby steps. Um, And I did. I I basically turned that little handbook or notebook that I carried around with me into my hoe handbook. And I took it out of, uh, like, off shelves when my son was born. Just because I was like, this is not... You know, this is not it. Okay. For, I don't want my son to find this. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and then, you know, um, once I started my comedy, because I built my, I built a 45-minute set around my book and also my podcast, I took the book completely out of publication. You couldn't even print to order it because I wanted to rewrite it because there were a lot of things okay. in there that, that were kind of toxic, you know, and I'm like, I can't teach people this. This was just out of hurt, you know, or out of my feelings at the time, and now that I'm older and, I guess you could say wiser, but I would just rather say healed. Now that I'm older and I've been to therapy, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, I've changed some things around, and I'm relaunching that actually this June coming up. Okay. 
So it'll be Perfect. available for everybody to have their own whole handbook. Perfect. Yeah, because we're going to get into that shortly. Um, so I was going to joke with you and say, so, you, so you're 31. I am. Okay, yeah, you could be my little sister. <laughs> I'm just glad I made it this far. And it's a blessing, honestly. It's a blessing. You're meant it to sure be here. Is. Yeah, honestly, you're meant to be here. I'm meant to be here. That's just what it is, you know. That's just what it That's is. Right. Somebody's got to have the title of third goat, and I am that title holder. And here we go. So tell me, <laughs> this is what I'm looking for. Okay. Where did that name come from? I mean, well, it, honestly, let, let's, let's, let's get raunchy. Is it from the obvious or, you know, let, 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 let's talk about it. Oh, it is from the obvious, but, I mean, I only, like, there are only, like, two people who really just spread that word around, um, which I'm grateful for, you know, and I've held true to my title for sure. There's not one person. I don't have any unsatisfied customers if you catch what I'm throwing, but, uh, yeah, the name <laughs> itself, the title itself just came from, you know, goofy guy friends who I messed around with that, you know, wanted to, I guess, just rub it in everybody else's face, like, ha-ha, we got it, you didn't, um, because I don't I don't mess with my friends. So they were, like, the only ones who got it before, you know, before that rule came out. Okay. I know we, like I said, CA, we, we, we got to go there. How, 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 how hard can we go there? You tell me. Uh, it's up to you. I'm 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 an open book, so. Okay. Now, women. Women tend to claim this all the time. My throat's the best. My head's the best. This, that, and other. Tell me what makes your head stand out from the rest. Well, I have two extra fangs in my mouth. And the way they're positioned just work in my favor. So, uh, yeah, that's why. And because I used to teach classes on how to better please your partner. I did a lot of studying. Um, I used to teach that class at a sex club. And what I would do is I've probably been in that club about 100 times at least. Mm-hmm. And I think I've only messed around in there maybe once or twice. Because what I did was I studied people, you know, what they did, how they did, how people reacted before, during, after, single people, people in relationships, straight people, gay people. You know, I watched videos. I got tutorials, you know. <laughs> I've mastered it by doing research, so. Okay. So, Miss Throat Goat. Okay. Yeah, I, I got to come up with It's you. on my I'm, business I'm, card, by the way. I know. I heard. <laughs> so, to have that title, you got to bring your A game. So, let me ask you, being a throat goat, What's the quickest time that you've made a guy explode? The, the fastest? Yeah. Because remember, you're the goat now, so we want to see the goat's work in action. So how long? That's usually the opposite of what I get asked. Usually it's like, what's the longest? <laughs> uh, the quickest oh, I'm going oh, to get to that soon, too. <laughs> the quickest is 30 seconds. I call it the married woman's blowjob. It's usually, I reserve that because it's an insult. I use it to emasculate men. Um, if they talk like a really big game or they act like they're just big and bad and beat their chest in front of me, I'll go home with you. Then I think you come in 30 seconds and I'll laugh at you and then I'll go home. 
And I'm going to tell my friends about it. <laughs> so you've really made a guy come in 30 seconds. Oh, more than once, yeah. Absolutely. It's the fangs, man. Holy cannolis. Now, what's the longest you've ever gone? <laughs> the longest is two hours. Ooh. Yeah, I had to build him up for that. He was a roster member. So it took about close to a year to really build him up to, to, to be able to withstand that. Wow, two hours. Yeah, probably the best day of that guy's life, to be honest. Really? <laughs> oh, absolutely. How so? <laughs> How so? When's the last time you had a head for two hours straight? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> crickets. Okay. All crickets. The defense. Listen, the defense rests. Your next call witness. <laughs> I mean, your next witness. Please defense. Please Wow. Now, tell me this. You being a throat goat. These are mental mm-hmm. notes I could take. Sure. Why is it that some women just don't like to do that? Um, some men just don't take care of themselves, cleanliness-wise. There's that. It's also the way you ask for it, you know, or the way you lead up to it. If you're not getting anything in return, are you going to do something? Like, I'm not going to mail you a $500 gift card and you're giving me nothing in return. Kind of the same thing when it comes to sex. A lot of men don't realize that. The foreplay does not just mean you get a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, I think that's mostly the reason why. And some women just, they really don't like feeling diminished in that way. Like some women feel really, they don't feel very empowered when they do it. Mm-hmm. So they don't like to do it because women like to feel empowered. When in reality, it's actually quite the opposite. They just need to learn how to make them come in 30 seconds like I do. <laughs> okay. Now, so. going back, you know, to this topic. Mm-hmm. How do you okay? You mentioned how do you ask? So how do you ask? What's the what do you think throat goat? Miss sorry, Miss Throat Goat. Thank what you. do you think? <laughs> oh, you're absolutely welcome. I got to be proper. What or how do you think is the proper way? So let, let's go deeper. Let's say me and you were together. How should I approach you for some of your throat goatness? Well, that's the thing. You don't approach. You let it happen. If you do what you're supposed to do in your relationship, say you're living together, you've cleaned the house, you took out the trash, she came home from work, dinner was made, you really set the tone for the night. She's going to want to show some appreciation, you know? Mm. And usually for women, that's the way they do it. You will never have to ask the right woman for it. Now, if you've been married for a long time, it's a little bit different. You might have to ask, but you really shouldn't. When you Mm. ask, it's kind of eternal. No, no woman's coming up to you like, eh, what's up with some heads, right? No, no woman does that. No women do mm-hmm. that. And that's why, because when you're with the right person, you don't have to ask for those things. So basically, you just let it flow. Yeah, let it rock. Okay. If you're doing what you're supposed to do in your relationship, she will show her appreciation. Now and if you're not just, getting it, then that's probably why. What are you What are you not doing? In 
that was going to be my next question. Okay. See, these are some, listen, you know, I feel like I feel like after this, we should take we should make some type of link to get some money for this, because like you, you, you're giving all this. I didn't mean to do this. You're giving all this free game and people when they hear this, they're going to be like, oh, man, I, we have to, I'm going to put a I think I'm going to try to put some type of link and connect it to a GoFundMe. Hey, I got some, cash apps and Venmo. Yeah, there we go. What am I saying? GoFundMe. Look, look at me. I'm, I'm tired. Um, yeah, <laughs> Zell, I have Zell. You have um, Venmo. Listen, we need to make it happen because, like I said, hey. you're just giving all this free game, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm having with fun. It. And, and, I mean, hey, if anybody wants to send some love to my cash app, it's the same as my name. So, there you go, people. Across the board. So, listen, listen, but I listen, listen. I do give relationship advice, but I'm not a coach by any means. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I'm not paying the fee to become one. So, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the real reason I don't want to do like life coach style things is because I don't like the term coach. I'd rather be a guide, and usually for guides, like just let my cash out. I don't charge people for that. I want okay. people to have better, healthier, happy relationships. You know. I don't want anybody's husbands in my DMs. So if I can do anything I can to prevent that, I am with it, you know? Has that happened? Have you had any uh, husbands in your DMs? All the time. Daily. Daily. And how do you respond? Daily. I don't. I don't I don't I don't feed into that. I don't like cheaters. I don't like people who do things on the side. I don't believe in having side pieces. Um now there is a rule in my handbook if people feel like, but your book says so because there is a rule in my whole handbook, it's one of the top five that says no ring, keep the roster. That does not mean you're cheating on the person that you're with because you're not married. What that means is if you're not married, you should still have a roster on the back burner because you never know. It might not work out. It doesn't mm-hmm. work out, and you still got your roster. So to never have nobody in your lineup. You should always have a starting lineup. Okay. Now, <laughs> now we, we we talking basketball starting five lineup. <laughs> yeah, mine's four, but it, it depends on you. Okay. So it really depends on what you like. So I have certain people that do certain things that I like, and that's why I have four. Some people have six. Some people have one or two. I never well, it has to be two or more in order to be a um a roster. So just write that down. Um. <laughs> If you only have one or two, what you are in, my friend, is a situationship with a side. <laughs> Three or more is a roster. So, At least two. No, I, I'd like to say no more than five just because you can't have that many people. That's just too much. So for me, I have four because I have a certain rule. Now, with my roster, and we're going to get into roster real quick here, give you guys a little bit of pro tip. With my roster, they don't text me, I text them. Don't check up with me. We are not friends. We don't talk outside of what we do. And we sign NDAs and we have a contract. Well, it's more of an agreement, but it is still a binding contract. Reason being is because in that contract it says, when I text you, you have 15 minutes to respond, whether that's to set up the schedule, which it usually is, or to change a date, change time, whatever the case may be, because that's really the only reason I reach out to them. Um so when I when I do that and I reach out to them, they know they have 15 minutes to get back to me. 
because within those 15 minutes, if they don't respond, I'm going to text number two on the lineup. Number two then has 15 minutes, and if they don't answer, then I'm on number three. So within an hour, that's the top four of my roster, somebody's going to answer. They always do. So within an hour, I have an answer, and I have an appointment set up. That's a pro tip. Wow. Ooh. That was yeah. beautiful there. Wow. And yeah, that's I your current situation. And, and that's your current situation right now. Oh, that's always been my situation. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Uh that doesn't change. Uh because I am a borderline, I tend to get obsessive. So for me, I have to keep my relationships that way because otherwise I become obsessed and it's not healthy for anybody, me or the other person. It's called a fixated person. Um, And I unfortunately get that very heavy in my relationships, which is why I don't have them. Um, It's just a lot easier for me this way. It helps me stay focused on what I need to because um, for anybody who doesn't know about borderline personality disorder or fixated person, basically what that means is my world starts and stops with the person that I am fixated with. I need to know what they're doing at all times. I'm constantly combing their social media accounts. Like, I need to get a text back. You need to tell me what you're doing. I need to know what you're doing at all times. It's disgusting. Okay. Yeah, it gets bad. So um, I just tend to not talk to people that much. And if I feel myself starting to get attached, I'll pull back. So now that I'm a little more... You know, after this year has really taught me a lot, like I said, about borderline. So now that I know Uh more about borderline, I really know how to manage that a lot better. So it's not as much of an issue anymore. Now it's just like me, 31, trying to decide, do I want to be a hoe for everyone or just a hoe for someone's son? You know, or daughter. Mm -hmm. I get both ways. God bless. (laughs) Okay. Now... What age, I'm curious, did you give your first blowjob? Um, I think I was 15, 16. I was 16. 16. I was actually in 11th grade, believe it or not. 11th grade of high school. You know, it's funny you say that. I had an ex in high school. Same age and grade as you when I got mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there yep. you go. Yep. Because she I, was a I year younger it was than good, me. You know, for me, on my end, when I gave it, I doubt it was good at all. I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I don't even think I was hydrated. Like, I drank no water that day. Like, I'm pretty sure it was probably like sandpaper. It was probably terrible. Yeah. Thinking back. And that was, oh, shoot, that was damn near so long ago because I already been out of high school over 20-plus years already. Um, trying to remember back, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was okay. Um, it was kind of like the same thing. I think you know her mouth was dry and all this and that. But, hey, I'm not complaining. At the end of the day, I got a blowjob. So it's not like I'm going to be like, uh, you know. <laughs> so Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Now, what do you enjoy more, blowjobs or sex? I have an oral fixation, so. Yep, no sex. It's a where's the craziest? Where's the craziest place you ever did it? Gave someone a blowjob. Oh, I went to a state park 
in the Poconos called Ricketts Glen and found a place like above the trails. We could still see people walking by. <laughs> that was that was the craziest place. But honestly, I don't do a lot of public stuff. I'm not a voyeur. I don't like public. Okay. That's why my OnlyFans hasn't picked up like I wanted to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're not. Oh, but yeah, that's the craziest for me. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I was expecting, to be honest with you, Miss Throat Goat, I was expecting something out of the ordinary, you know? Yeah, I'm sorry. No, hey, listen. There's nothing wrong with keeping that privacy. You know? Nothing nothing like, you know, having that little intimate time with you, that lucky guy, and hey, your throat. So, hey, it is what it is, you know? That's right. I should get it painted like gold. I'm hoping one day they make a statue of me. Where would you want it? Where would you want it? Oh, I don't even care where it is. <laughs> Hopefully, like, you know, at like a yacht, you know, where people store their yachts. Hey. <laughs> it's only the super rich stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you, with your, um, with your lineup, are they younger than you or older than you? That's actually a really good question. I do not mess with – so the men are always older than me, always. I messed with one guy who was younger than me, and it was actually this year, and he reminded me why I don't mess with younger guys, um, just because he was, like, lying and being weird and had a whole secret girlfriend, and then I had to be petty. You know, I had somebody younger than me coming to me as a woman, so she got all the screenshots. <laughs> oh, well, shouldn't have <laughs> When it comes to the women that I mess with, they are usually a little younger. So, have you ever, men have you older, ever been, women younger? Okay, men older, women younger. Have you ever? Because I'm pretty sure this is a yes. Have you ever been in a threesome? Yeah, a lot, actually. Now, this is something I've always been curious about. How do you approach that situation? You told me about, you know, when it comes to getting blowjobs, you shouldn't ask this and that. How does that approach work for threesomes, though? In concept or no? Well, it depends. Now, first of all, if you're married, that's the only time you really should be approaching this topic. So side note for anybody listening, if you're not married or at least engaged, and even then it's kind of risky, don't do it, bro. Don't do it. Don't even think about it. Now, ladies, if you want to approach it, it's different, but men, do not approach your women about a threesome. If you are not married or have been married for an extended period of time, it's basically an insult. Um, why, why is that? For some that are wondering, why is that? Because when you're married to someone and you've been married to them for a while, you've been seeing the same kitty for a long time. You've been faithful. You've been a great husband. It's not a big deal. For you to say, eh, and switch it up. When you're not even married, you haven't even picked this woman or man, whoever it is, to be your wife or your husband, and now you're approaching them about messing with somebody else, that's going to make them think that you're bored with them already and you're not even married yet. It's going to cause issues. It may not be right away, but it's definitely going to cause issues. It's like almost a guarantee. 
Okay. Um, guys, at the end of the show, chances are we're going to, I'll probably try to do some type of post for uh, my um, <laughs> Zelle information and um, CA's Venmo. Um, I know we sh- you know, she shouldn't be, you know, given all this type of free game once again. Um, so like I said, at the end of this show, don't be surprised if I do give out that information and just don't forget to uh, drop, drop some jewels inside my Zelle, drop some, drop even more jewels inside of CL's uh, Venmo because like I say, she's giving it, <laughs> she's giving it, you know, yeah. um, and it's I know the so- season. I was getting, you literally took it out of my mouth, literally went in and <laughs> stole it out of my mouth. This is the season of giving. So uh, may- maybe we'll just say, forget it. And, you know, but in the near future, yeah, no. If it's March, April, February, June, July, no, no, no giving <laughs> money. <laughs> right. Uh, what do I want to ask? Well, I would <sighs> just like to make a side note uh, to yeah. the ladies. This is the ladies. I'm talking to you here. Sex is not a Christmas gift. It is not a birthday gift. It is not a Valentine's Day gift. It is not a gift. <laughs> It, nor is it a requirement, fellas. That one's to you. Um, even if you just handwrite a letter to your partner because you have no money, do something outside and give something outside of your body to your partner to show appreciation for the holidays, whatever holiday it is. So that's a little side note I want to put out there. Okay. Y'all hear that? There it is. <sighs> Let me see. Does size matter to you? And be honest. Nope. No, but I will say if you have a little chode, I'm leaving. So, I mean, What's, outside of the chode, it don't matter. What do you consider little chode? What do you consider little, in your opinion? Anything, anything under anything under five. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking that too, man. If you, oh, geez, as a man, if I woke up and, oh, under five, oh, God. I probably just cried five every inch morning. So you said for you everything under five. Yeah, anything under five is a waste of my time. I think I'd probably cry every morning, CA. I probably I mean just, I probably would too. Listen, if I was a three incher, which I'm not now, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not going into specifics, but you know, hey, I can say I'm not a three incher now. <laughs> um but if that happened, which, you know, I probably wake up every morning, you know, when I wake up for work, I probably just sit under the, probably just sit on the side of bed and just cry. I'd probably just cry. Even when I'm at work, hey, what's wrong? Just cry. But it just, I, I need a moment. I'd probably just cry myself out the rest of my life. I'm just saying. See, I don't think I would. I, I think I would just get really determined to learn how to give good head. Mm. It's the only way you're getting married at that point. Have you ever squirted? <laughs> yeah, I can do it. I can make myself do it. What's the There's not much I don't know. So secret for me, it actually, it started, but number one, it's really about the build up with that. It's all about the foreplay, man. Fellas, forget that. It's all about the foreplay. That girl could squirt like a garden hose if you play your cards right. But you got to play the cards. You know, you got a deck in your hand. You're like, ha-ha, I got off the whole deck, but you don't know how to play with the cards. So 
Like if I sit down at a spades table, yeah, you got a deck of cards, but do you know how to play spades? No. Well, then what am I here for? You know, it's a waste of time. Same thing with sex and foreplay. You got to have foreplay. If you don't have any foreplay, no buildup, no teasing, no seduction. She's not squirting like a fire hose. So, but I have also noticed um, with some women who have a hard time to use, um, it's called an orgasm enhancement cream. They have them from like Pure Romance. Um, that's a really good way to make it happen too. So, another pro tip: hit up your Pure Romance. Pure Romance sales are about to start booming. <laughs> I know you just yeah you just threw it out there. That's the only one. That's the one that I found that has worked. So. You know, I'm, we're, I know we still got time. I want to keep going and going and going because there's like still so much I want to know. But I know, I know you're you're down on time. How are we doing so far? We're doing good. We're doing good. Um, I do have uh, a few extra minutes, so we'll be okay. Okay, okay. Because I'm, I'm thinking with this, we may have to do a part two. Because I'm just like, uh, uh-uh. I, I this, <laughs> okay this, this game, too. yeah, this game is real. So I'm like, I, I want more. Um. Do you squirt every time you have intercourse? No. No, absolutely not. Do you fault the guy, or is it just your body? No, it's just my body. Sometimes I'm, like, more into it than others. So it has really nothing to do with the guy. Anytime I get off, it's usually – it has to do with me, and and it's the woman. It's not really the man. It doesn't really depend on your skill. Where's my mindset when we went into this? That's what's going to decide. Now, now, Miss Throat Goat, how often are you open for business? In other words, five, six times a week. I might be wrong. Four times. How often is Throat Goat open for business? Uh, I mean, when I'm in a relationship, yeah, five, six times a week, sometimes seven. Really, and that's kind of a low. It really kind of depends on the relationship or how much time we have. It's like, as you can see, I have mm-hmm. a lot going on. So, I mean, if you put the effort in and I and I see you putting real effort in, yeah, it's going to be pretty often I show my appreciation. But um, for the as far as the roster, I, I really don't do more than, like, twice a week. I don't have time. And even that is, like, starting to slow down a little bit by choice. Okay. Yeah, everybody, everybody has to get their share, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, my roster doesn't change. It's, it's it's hard. It's very rare. I swap the roster. Okay, coach. Hey, listen, we need to you know, <laughs> we need to clone more like you. Um, I need to get your clone and keep your clone in my closet. Um, <laughs> because yeah, you're the real deal, Holyfield. <laughs> Facts. I told you they need to make a statue of me. I, listen, so when that statue is present, I can say, you know what? I got a chance to meet. I got a chance to meet that throat goat. Yeah. And they may say, well, were you ever ever part of her? No, I mean, I I wasn't, but I got a chance to talk to her at least. You know, I may yeah. not get no brownie points for that, but I say, hey, well, at least I got to talk to her. You know, I'm be like, Back. I'm like, yeah, I can tell people like, what do you expect? She's the coach. She want me on her team, guys. Don't get upset. I didn't make the cut. 
Yeah, it's rare for anybody to get on the team, to be honest. It's really rare. How, how do you get on the team? Uh, I wish I had an answer. Like, people always ask me that. But, like, I am very weird with men to begin with. We're going to talk about the men's side here because I'm sure that's okay. really the burning side. For men, it's just, like, I read energies off people, and it's, I guess you could say a vibe, you know? Okay. Because um, I'm not friendly with my roster. We're not friends. We don't talk. We're not on social media. You'd be rare if you get a real name. Like, the only time you're going to get a real name is because we're signing an NDA. Um, and for that reason, there's not much talking beforehand. I'm just, like, got, like beeline for them. I'm just like, hey, what's up? You know, like, what's up with you being on my roster? And usually they're like, fuck yeah, because I'm hot, you know? Mm-hmm. It, there has been a few times that I was like, uh, no. And I'm like, respect. Mad respect. You know, to turn someone like me down, like, respect. As conceited as that sounds, when you know you're the throat goat, you can talk like that. Listen, I was just getting ready to say the same thing. Listen, you are the self-proclaimed only one (laughs) throat goat. Talk your shit, girl. (laughs) I don't say I'm the only throat goat. I'm just the throat goat of my area. Uh, Okay, yeah, I might say it because I'm sure... Well, listen, hell, this is no offense to nobody, but this is Miami. I'm sure a lot of motherfucking throat goes around here. Um, yeah. Hey, Do they have listen. references? <laughs> hey, listen. If there are any throat goats listening here, outside the U.S., Canada, wherever, look this throat goat up and see if your game is all right. You know, because, listen, she's a veteran. You might be a novice or a rookie. You want to get to her status. Talk to her. Hit her up. Right. Miss C.A. Throat Goat, <laughs> how are we doing with time with you? Because, you know, like I said, I would love to keep minutes, you. Though. How many? 40? I got about 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. Oh, tw- oh, oh, 20 minutes? Oh, yeah. We're going to keep this train moving. Um, But, like I said, you're the guest. I want you. You're in my house. I want you comfortable. I want your feet up. I don't want your mouth dry. I want you to be ready. So you tell me, <laughs> keep, we can keep this train rolling? Yeah, we could keep it rolling a little longer. Okay. Um, I want to play a little game. I haven't played this. Oh, jeez. I haven't played this game. Oh, it's been months. I remember I had a guest, which shout out to uh, Sammy Av. I want to have him back on the show again later. I played this game with him. I want to do a game called This or That. I'm just going to just, you know, I'm going to name things, and you just tell me whether you choose one or the other. Okay. Let me see how I want to start this game off. Okay. Oh, let me think, let me think, let me think. Okay. Five foot guy or six foot guy? Ah, if you said like five foot five, I would have went with five, but I'm going to go with six. Six foot, okay. Okay. Blondes or brunettes? Blondes. Why? Cliche because they have more fun? Uh, well, I'm a blonde. <laughs> Oh, there's... No, oh, I just oh. love... I, Wait. I just like blondes. 
okay, yeah, because I know I've seen your picture, and I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, it's dirty blonde. It gets dark, it's darker in the winter, and it's golden okay. in the summer. So. Okay. I don't know. I have to. I have to protest it. I don't know. I've let me see. Have I had a blonde before? Yes, I think. I don't remember. Um, but um, it is what it is. <laughs> it is, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait, that doesn't make me a hoe, does it? If I have to sit there and remember. No, that makes you a slut. Oh, shit. Okay. Hey, y'all heard it from the throat goat, so she now proclaimed me a slut. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with being a slut. No, no, no. Not at all. Um, 30, no, let me see. I was going to give a size, but it was just, okay. Would you prefer hooking up with a woman who's, but this might be obvious, a 34A, or would you take a 34C? Mm, definitely a C. a big ass. Huh? Definitely a C. I'm a boob girl, so. Yeah, that, I shouldn't act like that's more of obvious because I prefer a big breasted versus a flat chested. Okay. Let me see. Thongs or G strings? Neither. You go you go bare? No, I like boy shorts. I'm gonna make the butt look cuter. Okay. They like they like cup the cheeks, you know? It makes it look cute. You know, plus, okay. like, songs, they give you wedgies. Like, we get it. You're supposed to be out my butt, but you don't have to be rude about it. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. Ah, uh, let me think. Let me see. Asian man or black man? Ah, uh, black man. I don't think I'm with an Asian. You said what now? <laughs> I don't think I've ever slept with an Asian. Have you ever slept with a black man? Oh, yeah. And I bet he was happy after, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Brother man, if you're out there, okay, brother to brother, all right? If you're listening, you can always shoot me a DM with the uh, handshake emoji because I got the throat goat on the show, okay? Um, Listen. I always say it. I'm going to keep saying it. Team BBC all the way. Um, listen, it goes back to, <laughs> it go, listen, it goes back to caveman days, ladies and gentlemen. You know, some women like the BBC. But anyway, that's, that's a whole nother show, but I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, um, sorry, throw a quote. I just had to throw that out there. I hope you don't think I'm crazy. I'm just having fun with you. I'm not having fun. I mean, I told you I was psychotic, so, I mean, you're good. Okay. Okay. (sighs) All right. (laughs) More back to the game. Um, Rap or pop? Hmm. Now, if you said hip-hop, I would have chose hip-hop, but I'm not a big fan of rap, so I'm going to go with pop on that one. Okay. Um, 
sushi or soul food? Oh, that's tough. I'm going to go sushi. Sushi is like one of my top favorites. Okay, okay, okay. Because, see, I was going to be mad at you and kick you out. But no, you got brownie points because you said you you went over to the BBC versus Asian. No offense to my Asian people, I love you, I love everybody, but I'm black, so you know it's Team BBC. Uh, okay, sorry. Back to the show. <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Um, okay. Damn, now me having too much fun. I was gonna ask you another one. Um, I forgot. Okay. Now this is a. I asked my past guests this. I'm gonna ask you this too, because you're, you know, Philly. King Pats or Geno's? Neither. Mm. Neither. Neither. Why? Prince the steaks all the way. Okay. Are you familiar with um, GoldBelly.com? No. Okay. This is something you may want to check out in other people. Gold, G-O-L-D, Belly, B-E-L-L-Y.com is basically a website where you can order food from around the country. So, what? Yes. I discovered Gold Belly, oh, had to have been, okay, probably maybe five, six years ago. I ended up ordering, <laughs> I think I ordered, let me see, I think it was Geno's. It wasn't King Pat's. So basically how it works, you think of a restaurant. Well, you can't really just say, well, you could think of a restaurant, type it in and see if it's there. But if not, you can, they, they have it categorized. You look at what you want and it's a whole list of different foods. Now, a couple things about that. If you're not willing to spend the money, because it is pricey, I'm not going to say it's cheap because you got to think, oh, like at least for me, I had two, I had two Philly cheesesteaks shipped from Philly to Miami. Okay. But you got to give in, you got to give in the fact that you're getting food shipped and it's rushed. I don't think I paid. And I can't remember. It's been so long since I had it. The option with shipping, but I must say shipping's pretty good. Now today is, which you, you all won't hear this until next week, but today is the 14th. If I order something, I guarantee chances are it'll be here the latest, probably, I think, depending Friday, Saturday, if that. But what they do tell you is, yeah, the food will come, you know, with ice, but chances are by the time you get it, the ice is melted, and you're supposed to refrigerate the food right away. Now, long story short, to get back on subject, I had Geno's because it wasn't King Pat's. I had Geno's. It was okay. I'm not going to say it was bad. I just wanted to try it. So I had it, and I ate it within the last couple, you know, I ate it within those couple of days. It's pretty good. Now, I've had, being here in Miami, I've had better, just like how you mentioned the place you eat. I've had better here, but I just did it because I'm like, hey, chances of me going to Philly is very slim, so I ordered it. Um, But, yeah, like I said, CA, check it out, goldbelly.com. Like I said, there's so much food over, you know, on the site. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, definitely. I have it pulled up. They have like a little $15 off coupon. Yup, there it is. Okay. They actually also had something, I think, around, um, I think they had a special around like Black Friday as well. Um, So, 
Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, like I said, later on, you know, now or whenever. Yeah, definitely, uh, like I said, play play around with the site. You know, you may see something, you know, from here or California or whatever, you know. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I was, I'll check it out. I got to pull up all the background. Okay, let me see. Condo by the water. Oh, no, that's going to be obvious. Condo by the water. Or, let me see, or a condo by the mountains. Ah, condo by the mountains, actually. Really? Yeah, I love the mountains. Uh, and by the water, maybe it might get flooded. I'm cool on that. Okay. Let me see. Corvette or Ferrari? Uh, for my son, I'm going to choose a Ferrari. <laughs> okay. This might be for your son, too. Ferrari or Lambo? Lambo. Let me think. Glory holes. Glory hole at club or glory hole at an adult bookstore? Oh, uh, adult bookstore, I guess. Have you ever done a glory hole? No, but I hope they turn my statue, my third goat statue, into a glory hole. Mm. <laughs> it's like the gift that keeps on giving, you know? Now, do you believe, I've had this conversation with somebody, do you believe that glory holes are only really supposed to be men and men? I think they're fun for everyone. No, because I had this conversation. I forgot with who and when, but they told me that the real idea about a glory hole is really men behind it looking for other men. They say they said that when you see women behind it, that's only in porn. Do you think that's true? Uh, I don't think that's always true. Okay. But it also depends on where you go. You know, if you go to an adult bookstore, it's probably a man back there. You know? Okay. You know, if you go to, like, a sex club or something like that, it's more than likely a woman. When was the last time you went to a sex club? Uh, before the pandemic. I usually went with, like, a group of people. So we went, like, okay. squad deep. It was bring your own alcohol, so. Okay. I mean, you know, get lit and have fun. That's the way life is, right? Absolutely. Plane or car? Plane. Actually, Plane no, or car. Sorry. Car? Car. Okay. Car. Yeah. Car or train? Car. So I it's just something about know. riding with the windows down on a nice day with the music blasting. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like top tier. Condom or no condom? No. No condom. Nope. Risky business. Risky business. When was the last time you used a condom? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good question. I don't even have an answer. Nope. Throat goat. 
Yeah, I don't even have an answer. That's why you are the throat goat. Yep. <laughs> also, why I got a child, so. Yes. Oh, yes. Indeed. Let me think. Swimming pool or beach? Swimming pool or beach? I'm going to go to swimming pool. Indoor swimming pool or out outdoor swimming pool? Outdoor. I love the sun. Love the sun. Yeah, speaking I'm definitely sun, like a, a sun girl. So Okay. Well, speaking of sun, Florida or Philly? Philly. Philly or I'm Cali? I'm sorry, but I went to Clearwater and it was just too hot. But you love the sun. It was so hot. Like, you you yeah, love but the that sun. Wasn't, it wasn't like dry heat because it must have been to Arizona and that was like 105 and I was perfectly yeah. fine. I loved it. I went to Florida, it wasn't even 100, and I literally had the meat sweats. I'm like, why? Like, I walked out of the store, and I was automatically wet. I'm like, why am I wet right now? Not like the good wet, like 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 my body, my skin. I couldn't even make it onto the beach because it was just too bright, and it was too hot for me. So. Gotcha. gotcha. Well, I was, also a, I was like a clear water, so, you know. And it was the middle of the summer, so that was my my fault. <laughs> okay. Well, Miss C.A., um, we're definitely going to have to do this again. Oh, absolutely. You know, I really, honestly, you know, we had a good conversation. We talked, and then, you know, obviously we got our joking on. But in all seriousness, when we met, I think we did um, shout out to CL2 Pussy Talks uh, podcast. We met through there. Yep. We did that. What was that like two weeks ago, maybe? Yeah, I think it was a few weeks ago. Yeah, and like I said, um, you know, I had mentioned on her show that you know this is why I want to do meet people and just do more interacting. Um, so like I said, I honestly want to thank you for for definitely being open, you know, because. You know, not everyone is this open. Some people are a little, you know, reserved. So I really wanted to thank you for being open with me. And I honestly appreciate you coming on my show this quick because there's been people I've reached out to in the past that either never responded or they're saying, hey, I can't get with you until later, later, later. And like I said, we just met literally a couple of weeks ago. We kept in touch. So I really just wanted to thank you. And again, I want to have you on soon. And if you ever do something, let me know. Um, yeah. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thanks so much. I had a lot of fun. So I'll come back whenever. Just let me know. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you did. Now, before we go, definitely um, please plug in all your information so somebody may want to follow you, check you out. Plug in, like I said, your your website, plug in your Instagram, Facebook, do all that, you know. Sure. So to make it easier, um, you can all just go to com. That's C-A-K-A-N-O-O-B-L-E.com. It's where you can find all my social media handles, the update on my book, my podcast, all the fun things. Um, but across the board, I am on social media under C-A-Canubal.com. So you can also find me that way. Or you can just go to Google and type in C space A space Canoeball and it's all me anyway. So <laughs> You have any shout outs before we go? 
Um, yeah, shout out to actually my team over at the Mentally Kill Project. I have a few people um, that have really been helpful for me. And shout out to the friends who really, like, picked me up off the ground this year and reminded me that I am the baddest bitch who ever walked, you know, because I did forget it for quite a while, as surprising as that may sound. But they really were just like, no, we're not accepting this. Like, we need you to build us up. So let's go. And kind of picked me up, brushed the dirt off me, and kept me going. So shout out to them, my girls. I'm not going to name them all. There's just too many. And if I forget one, someone will get upset. Um, but, yeah, other than that, just everyone I've met along the way this year, I've met some really great people, made some really great connections through my mental health project, and just podcasting in general. So uh, for anybody who's maybe considering it, um, hit me up. I've got you. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, CA, um, I'm going to let you go because, like I said, I know you got some other endeavors. But, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we'll definitely be in touch soon, Okay. Yeah, sure. Thanks again for having me. I had a great time. All right, me too. You you have a good one, okay? You too. Okay, all right, bye. <laughs> bye. Ladies and gentlemen, just like that, we out.